How's it going? I'm Jarrett. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the first ever episode of the Different Church Podcast. Woo! Incredible, amazing. I can't believe this is actually happening. This is real life. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, you're probably interested in our journey mm-hmm. um, or in Different Church. And so why don't we start out by telling you how we got here? Yes, so exciting. So Hannah, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so both of us have been in church since we were born, practically. And we have had a lot of experiences. And we kind of came together and thought about why would we even need a different church? Why would we need another church? Is there even a reason this should happen? Yeah, so we were lucky enough to visit all sorts of churches, go to all sorts of conferences. And while we were there, we just kind of felt a a stirring in our spirit, if you will, (laughs) about like, this is cool. But, you know, what if there was something different? So the answer to the question you just asked is, why does the world need another church? And the answer is it doesn't. It needs a different church. Boom. So that's kind of where our name comes from, from that cool question and answer and our experience of just like seeing so many people doing the same things over and over. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, um, especially as a child and as a teenager, I had a lot of questions and they were not always answered (laughs) by the church. Um, There were subjects that you didn't talk about. There were things that were taboo. There were certain people that were always excluded and that never really sat well with me. And I know, of course, that did not sit well with you either. And so we are really interested in exploring the idea of a place where when we say everyone is welcome and everyone belongs, that that is actually true. Yeah, and we're not trying to bring people in and sneak attack, change them, uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Um, Why don't we tell them just the the bare minimum facts of who we are, Mm -hmm. where we're going to be. So uh, we're hoping to launch officially in February. Yeah. Uh, and probably have like some sort of preview services in January. Yep. We don't know exactly where we're going to be yet. Um, a big part of this journey is some friends of ours are trying to open a theater, uh, Dave and Heather Hamar. And if you follow either Hannah or myself on social media, you've probably seen us kind of sharing a bit of their story. Eventually, we hope to be sharing uh, a space with them. Uh, they would be running the theater and we would just kind of be like one of their clients. And in the meantime, we are looking at spaces that are located in breweries. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I don't think I said this, in St. Pete. (laughs) St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to try and be like kind of downtown St. Pete. Um, And I didn't mean to stomp on the fact that Hannah just said, we're going to put a freaking church in a freaking brewery. Yes. (laughs) So that could change between now and then, but that's kind of what we're looking at right now. Uh, We're super excited. Um, It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so the reason everybody is here is different church. (laughs) Yeah, right. Every church is the same. (laughs) Uh, No, they're not. At least we're going to be different. And if you go to our website, diffchurch.com, D-I-F-F church.com, you will see a list um, and some of the ways that we think that we're going to be different. And we're going to kind of go into further detail on some of that stuff right now. So Hannah, why don't you talk about the first one? Absolutely. So first of all, I mentioned questions at the beginning. Let me just share our mission statement with you. So we are a community of questioners. Okay. That is number one. We are committed to three things, exploring faith in Jesus, love for our neighbor and inclusion for all. So First reason we are different is we definitely don't have all the answers. And if you have questions and you think that the Bible is confusing, you think that faith is sometimes confusing, you don't know what's going on, and no one's giving you the answers to the questions that you're asking, we are in the same boat as you, and we want to learn together. Yeah, have you ever read those verses where it seems like God is like promoting genocide? That's super weird. Have you ever uh, read those verses where it's like, oh, cool, he's got a thousand wives and a million concubines. That's like we... 
I don't know. I don't really have the answer for why some of that stuff is in there. Mm -hmm. um, why does a tragedy happen to your family member? Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's uh, a lot of stuff out there that we haven't figured out. Uh, mm -hmm. Hannah's got more of it figured out than I do because she's got <laughs> degrees and stuff. Um, so if you ever have a big question, you ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just think that we have some pretty cool ideas about faith. And faith it should be explored in community, not alone. So we want to do that together. And um, like he said, this is what I've studied. This is what I've dedicated my life to. But I am learning things every day. And faith is uh, something that we do together. And it's a search for wisdom. Yeah, and uh, um, another thing that's really important to me is the thing that bums me out about churches a lot of times is they think they have the market cornered on truth and how to interpret the Bible, and they just they present themselves as knowing everything. And not only knowing everything, the way they believe about things is the only way. And we just want to be open to say, uh, we're, we're, maybe we're wrong about some things. We're going to screw some things up, probably. Um, we're never going to talk to you from a posture of like, no, it's this. Um, True. We're going to do our best to be humble <laughs> because, of course, we have made many mistakes in our lives, and we're certainly going to continue to do that. Um, and we just want to be in community with other people who want to explore faith and to have a safe space to do that. And that's really what we're excited about. Yeah, and I think something that will kind of naturally happen because of that philosophy is uh, we both just listened to this really cool guy named Kevin Makins on the Bible for Normal People podcast, which you should listen to that one after you listen to ours. <laughs> um, it was an awesome episode, and he was specifically talking about how to lead a church towards unity, not uniformity. Mm -hmm. And that's a big deal for us, uh, knowing that we're, we don't have all the answers. Um, so we're going to hopefully have a diverse church, and we don't want everybody to think about things exactly the same. We want to be a unified church, and we want to have like a purpose and a direction that we're heading. But if you think this way and this person thinks that way, it's okay. You don't have to be uniform. That's the beautiful thing about the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Some of you might be an elbow. Some of you might be a nose. <laughs> the schnoz of Christ. <laughs> We should stop. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I'll stop there. Schnoz, schnoz. We're going to Okay, schnoz. number two. <clears throat> okay, we're radically inclusive. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, so Hannah was talking about this a little bit at the beginning. Uh, simply put, the church has screwed over the LGBTQ plus community. Um, yep. Our background, uh, we've been a part of a, a, like a kind of progressive church for about the past... Uh, 15 years for me. How long were you? About eight years for me. Yeah. And honestly, 15 years ago when we started, I think we did something really cool. And um, most people in the LGBTQ plus community have horrible experiences back then with churches just being hateful and awful. And so a lot of these churches, a lot of big churches did something that was really cool. And they said, hey, let's stop being an a-hole to these people and let's just love them and we'll bring them in. And then when they're here, they'll change. <laughs> and so, Spoiler alert, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, so 15 years ago, I think that was a good first step. It was like kind of like, hey, let's be friends. Mm -hmm. And that was important. But here we are in 2019, and that's not good enough anymore. And what do you think is good? What, what would be good enough? Yeah, so let me just read to you 
put out in front of you our statement of inclusivity. So um, we are not only open and loving of any people in the LGBT plus community and all other people, um, but we are affirming of who you are. So we affirm that no matter how old you are, no matter your race, your ethnicity, your sexual orientation, your gender identity or expression, um, your age, your how able you are, your background, you are welcome here and you are affirmed. You do not have to change anything about yourself. Um, we believe that you are wonderful just the way you are. There's no ceiling that you're gonna hit where you can't serve in this church. There's no one who's going to call you out or tell you that you're living your life incorrectly. If you are a member of the LGBT community and you are in a relationship, we affirm you. We affirm who you are and you do not need to change anything about yourself. You belong here and you are God's beloved. Yeah, and I just want to speak to some people who maybe are just entering that arena for the first time. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you might have a background in church. And if you do, you might come from a church that didn't feel that way about that community. And maybe you're ready to start changing your mind. Um, and that's awesome and incredible. And I just want to cheer you on and say jump in. Uh, don't be afraid to say the wrong thing. Sometimes that happens. It's okay. Um, we're going to love each other uh, through that. And we just think that this church can be a beautiful example of what this world could be. Um, different people coming together and... Exploring faith. Yeah, and being a part of something amazing. And so jump in. We're, we could not be more excited about uh, starting a church with that just right out of the gate. Yep. Okay. We think the Bible's weird, too. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third point on our list on our website. And I already kind of mentioned a couple examples earlier about um, genocide and polygamy. If you don't think the Bible is weird, <laughs> my question to you is, have you read the Bible? Yeah. I have been reading the Bible since I could read. I have spent years studying the Bible, and there are still things that full-on get me. Um, there are uh-oh moments where there are contradictions. There are things that challenge me personally. There are ways that the Bible talks about society. There are ways the Bible talks about God that I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And how do we process that information? Yeah, you could read something that was like, oh my, that's terrible. I could never believe in a God that would put this in his Bible. And there's a lot of stuff like that probably. And uh, what we've found is... Uh, understanding the context that it was written in and who it was to and who it was by will open up that uh, meaning a lot. And it, all of a sudden it starts to make sense. Mm -hmm. um, the thing to remember the most about the Bible is that it's this collection of stories. It's God's story, but not just God's story. It's humanity's story and our understanding of God. So we are not throwing out the Bible. Okay. Don't, I love the Bible. It's yeah. What's cool, I, like I feel like I take the Bible way more seriously than I used to yeah. uh, in the past couple years. I've gotten way more interested in it. Mm -hmm. And so we give the Bible great authority in our life, in our, the life of our church, but we also acknowledge that some parts of it are really confusing and really strange and that we need to come together as a community of faith and really just ask the tough questions and go through it. And if we come to disagreement, okay, wonderful. Um, and hopefully we can all grow together. Yeah. Just for fun, can I put you on the spot? Yes. I guarantee you she's going to make me cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Is the Bible inerrant? No. Oh, she just said it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me explain. Okay, I know some of you are getting very upset right now. You might do to explain what that is. Yes. Because somebody listening might not even... So, a lot of people, when they say the Bible is inerrant, what you mean is that the Bible is factually true in every aspect. So, if I say, Jared is wearing a gray hat, that is a fact 
and it is factually true. So that was an inerrant thing that I just said. There was no error in it. Um, but what do we mean by truth? So the question of inerrancy, I think, actually makes the Bible a little more difficult to understand and apply to our lives because then we get down to things like punctuation. <laughs> did this belong here? How did this book get translated? How did the Old Testament even get compiled yeah. and together? And is the English version inerrant or is it just the original language? Right. Was it, and then was it Hebrew? There was a Greek translation of the Hebrew. We could just go on and on and on. And I don't think errancy is a, is a helpful category. So the question is not whether the Bible is inerrant. The question is, how does the Bible speak to us in our present context? How did it speak to the people who were hearing it, the people who wrote it, the people who really felt inspired and collected these materials and wrote these materials, how did it affect their lives and how did it shape their understanding of God? And that's the question we have to be asking. Um, not is it factually true, because there are some pretty contradictory things in the Bible, specifically in the Old Testament, and but some in the New as well. The question is truth as meaning. So if I say Jared is wearing a gray hat, that's true, but what does that mean? But if I say, Jared has really taught me what it means to accept someone for who they are, that is a much deeper truth. It's a greater truth. And I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, I just want to say I'm super excited for uh, to get to hear you on Sundays. <laughs> like, I'm a big <laughs> fan so nice. of uh, what, what you're going to do, I think. I think. <laughs> I'm a big <laughs> fan of what you're going to do. And I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people who are approaching faith and scripture and living it out. Um, like we're going to. So, man, I just I can't wait to get started. We, we've kicked around a couple ideas on what we're going to start with, and we'll probably end up starting with like some sort of short series on what is the Bible, yep. um, how to think of it, how should we think of it, how should we not think of it. Uh, and I just, I think it's going to be so fun. I cannot wait. <laughs> okay. Um, number four on our list. Number four is we love the earth. It is, it our, is our planet. Go. We, it is our home. I don't know the rest of the words. You don't need to know them. Uh, we probably can't sing it anyways because copyright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you know that song, we're going to be friends right away. If you don't know that song, that's okay. Don't worry. Uh, this one, uh, we probably don't need to talk about this for very long because this seems like a no-brainer to me. There's just so many people who are like okay with just crapping all over the earth, mm -hmm. which was like the first thing in the Bible that was made uh, and given to us to take care of. And, um, man, they just, <laughs> they, they make you feel bad sometimes for trying to look out and care for the earth. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, I don't know, we don't really have any plans right now to do any sort of like, actually that's not true. We do have one service project. Yep. We have a beach cleanup day. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to jump in right away and try and do something that helps out. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we might, you know, on a Sunday we might say, Hey, on your way to the car today, pick up a piece of trash. Mm -hmm. Um, just little things that you can do to like care for this garden mm -hmm. that was given to us. And we're going to do our best to be ethical in regards to things that we bring. So we're going to try to not use disposable everything every time we have a meeting we're going to try or there's things that we're going to put in place to really enforce our commitment to care for this beautiful planet that we live on um because we're giving it we're it was given to us to be stewards and yeah i can't think of a greater heresy than just like not caring about the earth amen <laughs> okay cool um number five we're financially transparent and responsible Woo! okay so money Ooh, gives everyone the heebie-jeebies <laughs> <laughs> Some people 
Uh, a lot of people donate money. I've donated money to charities, to churches, to organizations in the past. Of course, um, everyone knows what the government does with a lot of our money. We don't know where it goes. We have all these questions. So our number one goal is to be as completely transparent as possible and as responsible as possible. So the things that we're gonna spend money on, number one, are gonna fit with our mission statement. So inclusion for all, love for neighbor, exploring faith. They're gonna relate somehow. We're not just gonna spend money frivolously, but also 10% of anything we bring in is going to go out immediately. So we have local organizations in St. Pete, other ministries that we are going to be able to support. Yeah, one of the things that uh, is gonna be one of my personal struggles um, is, man, I really want to be cool. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Uh, cool hat, look cool glasses. Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just one of my own personal crosses to bear in life. He has to put up with me because <laughs> I am not cool. <laughs> I heard this guy speak one time. He's a magician. And he was talking about magic. And he wanted to be like that cool magician. And he's like, but magic just isn't cool. Like, magic is the guy who finds the kid at lunch who's sitting by himself and goes and sits with him and shows him something awesome. And I was just like, man. That's what church should be. Mm -hmm. So um, there's lots of things that churches buy that are really cool. And my background in like tech and uh, AV and storytelling, there's a ton of things we could spend money on that would be really cool. But maybe we don't need it, you know? Uh, maybe that money could be better spent doing something in the community. Um, another thing that we're going to do is once we're finally able to afford to pay uh, an employee, because right now we're getting, <laughs> we're paid, getting in, paid in love. <laughs> yeah, and high fives. So once we can pay uh, staff people, we're going to commit to not paying anyone any more than the average American makes. Um, that's still plenty of money to live on, to have a family. Um, there's tons of other churches that pay less than that. There's tons of other churches that pay way more than that. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Um, that's This is just what we're going to do. Yeah, we have a very minimalist vibe, yeah. if that makes sense, in reference to our church. So we want people, we want to do right by the people who will be working for us. We want to do right by our community. We want to do right by the planet. And we really want to be responsible. And we want you to know where your dollars are going. Yeah, anytime you give us any money, you can just follow up. feel good about it. Mm -hmm. and like It's not going to go anywhere crazy. Nope. All right. Number six. We talk like humans. <laughs> I was going to do something like that. Iwe octe aikle umens ye. Yes, so we are very committed to speaking like regular people. So um, if you have grown up in church, perhaps you are familiar with the King James Bible, which talks in thou's and these and therefores. Yes, or even the evangelical world. And I will pray a hedge of protection around my brothers and sisters. A hedge? Yeah. Uh, we're going to try our best to not talk like that um, because, first and foremost, we think it's silly. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes uh, there's a certain shorthand that you pick up that you've uh, been around church for a long time. Uh, and if you haven't, you don't know what the heck you're talking about. So second, uh, we want anybody who comes in to just like feel at home and understand what's happening. So we're going to try our best to not be weird when we talk. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be weird. <laughs> We're not going to be worried when we talk, and our commitment to you is that if we use church lingo or if we have a big word or a big phrase or concept that we use in a Sunday service or a podcast, that we're going to explain it. And if we don't, you can call us out, and we will explain it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> okay, number seven. Um, seven. This one, a lot of churches have something similar to this, and that's cool because I think it's super important. Uh, and it's a community aspect, and the way we describe it is we like to hang out. Yeah. Life is better together, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. Um, 
we have already, I don't know if we'll stick to this, but I think we probably will. We designed our first service and it includes a 30 minute hangout time before the service even starts. Mm -hmm. Like on the website, it'll say, hey, coffee and snacks is at 1030 and the service actually starts at 11. Um, I hope that we can keep that up because I I think that'll be a really cool thing. If you're more of an introvert and that sounds crazy. You can sneak in when the music is playing. We will not judge you. Yeah, just wait till (laughs) 1055 or whatever and then wander in. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for community, this is the place to be. And we are going to do our best as a community to be open and honest with each other. And also, we just think that faith is something that should be done with people, not by yourself. Yeah, and we're already doing that in our uh, launch group. for the past two months, we've been meeting once a month. Mm-hmm. Next month, we're going to uh, start meeting uh, twice a month. Bi-weekly, y'all. Uh, bi-monthly. So excited. I think, right? Bi-monthly. Oh, yeah. Bi-weekly would be. Twice a week. <laughs> we're not that crazy. Um, and then we're going to be doing a service project once a month. Um, and then once the church actually gets up and running, I imagine we're going to start some sort of small group thing pretty quickly. Um, so that's something that's always going to be important to us, and that's hanging out. We like to hang out? Yeah. Do you like to hang out? Come join our crew. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we are music fans. Yeah, so I think it's super weird what a lot of churches do with music. Um, number one, I, I have... I'm not sticking to this absolutely, but I'm considering not calling what we do worship. Um, Yeah, we might just call it music or band or something uh, because I don't think there's anything wrong with getting together with a big group of people and singing a sad song uh, or singing a song that's just like about hope. Um, It might not be a worship song. It's just like, think of the best concert you've ever been to and you're singing at the top of your lungs to your favorite song with other people who are doing the same thing. And that's an awesome moment. Mm-hmm. And I want us to be able to kind of recreate that on Sunday mornings. So most of the music we do, you probably won't be able to hear at other churches. Some of it you will. Um, but we just kind of want to open the spectrum of what music could be at different. Um, it doesn't all have to be praise directed up. It mm-hmm. can be a communal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It could be something sad. Uh, I just, I don't want to limit what we let the music do to our emotions. Right. And worship is one of those terms where we said, you know, we (laughs) trying to talk like humans. So worship is a very churchy term. Worship essentially means generally in the church world that you are singing some kind of praise, some kind of song to God specifically uh, with other people. But worship is so much bigger than that. And it's wonderful too, as he mentioned in a concert, everyone's singing the same thing and it's just this powerful moment, but worship kind of comes out of who you are, it's not necessarily what you're doing. So I could be like drinking a coffee and still be worshiping. Yeah. It's totally fine. So we want music that inspires you, that challenges you, that hits you in the feels, that makes you excited. Depends on what we're talking about that week, but we're excited to have more possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to, uh, oh man, just build out the band and like hit that first note and like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be dancing. I'm a dancer. Is that how you dance? Yeah, yeah. You probably can't see me right now, but I'm dancing. He's bobbing his head slightly. (laughs) It looks just like Owen. (laughs) Owen is his child. Yeah, my two-year-old, he's got the moves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so that is our list right now so far of what we've come up with on how we're going to be different. There's probably other ways, but that's what we got. And if you have any questions on more of these, you are welcome to join us. Join us in our small group. Join us at our service projects. Join us in January and February for our services and... We will get more in depth. 
Cool. Okay, so you just said join us. We want to actually give you some dates right now of Woo-hoo. stuff that you can join us on. So we're still just doing uh, meetings with the launch team, but by all means, we would love for you to come out and uh, do a service project with us. Now, these dates are potentially subject to change, so hit the website before you just come on out. Uh, the first service project we're doing is Friday night, November 1st. Woo! First Friday in St. Pete! We're going to go pass out hangover kits. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to hand out like little bags that have like Advil and like water and probably have, you know, like a sticker for the church or some sort of swag. Mm-hmm. Um, we're specifically not going to be telling people that they're horrible for going out and drinking because we will probably be out and drinking ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just want to, uh, you know... Help them have a slightly better morning. Yeah, we want them not only to have a better morning, but a, perhaps a safer night. So yeah. um, if any of you have been out late at any point in your life, you will know the thing you need most is probably a couple of ibuprofen and some water. <laughs> Maybe some Gatorade. So we're going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're just going to stand outside and tell people we love them. Yep. The, uh, the next one that we have currently on the schedule is uh, Saturday, December 21st. My bud, my bud gutty. <laughs> my good buddy Jason Sowell has been running a nonprofit called Current for years, and they do something incredible called Laundry Projects. And we're just going to partner with them to do a laundry project. And basically what it is is they, do, uh, they go to a laundromat, they take it over for the day, and anybody who shows up gets their laundry done for free. For free. Um, it costs around $1,000 to pull off something like that. So if you'd love to uh, donate towards that, please do on the website. Um, and not only do we do free laundry for people, it's like a big event for like the whole family. People will bring their kids out. You have like coloring books and play games. And it's just a really cool day to have fun with people in the neighborhood and to give them some dignity back by helping them have clean clothes for free. Mm-hmm. Number three. This one's super cool. It was actually your husband's idea. He's a pretty cool guy. Because he's done this before, right? Yes, he has. So tell tell him about this so story. So on New Year's Day, that is January 1st, 2020, we are going to be out doing a beach cleanup project. So anytime there is a big a kind of holiday type event, uh, the beaches get trashed. <laughs> In St. Pete, there are a few like lifeguards. There's a few people who have to go out and clean it up the next day. And it's just awful. People leave fireworks. They leave food wrappers. They leave all kinds of stuff. And so we are just going to go bright and early on New Year's Day, even if we've stayed up late the night before, and we're just going to pick up trash and love on our community and especially love on the couple of people who end up getting stuck doing that every single year. Yeah, and it'll probably be really cool weather. So come out. It's going to be great. Soak up some sun. uh, Enjoy some breeze. Pick up some trash. And there'll be brunch afterwards. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We have an episode of our podcast coming up in the future that we want your help with. Um, Shoot us an email hello at diffchurch.com and let us know what is weird about the Bible or church, what's confusing, what you don't understand. Um, Ask us your tough questions. Yeah. We're going to use those to kind of build an episode in the future, a little Q&A session. Yes. Uh, anything that you don't get, just shoot it our way and uh, we would uh, love to hopefully come up with some good answers. Yeah. Even if, if the answer is we don't know. And if you have a question that no one has ever been able to answer for you, no promises. <laughs> <laughs> but we may dedicate, we may have a Q&A episode. We may dedicate an entire episode to certain questions because they're really big deals. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's pretty much all we have for the uh, first episode of the podcast. We would love for you to be a part of what's going on. Uh, go to the website, sign up for our mailing list. We are still trying to figure out what our monthly budget is going to be. So if you're someone who could donate uh, a little bit of money per month, mm-hmm. hit our website, divchurch.com. There's a give button. 
and give us something per month. It'll help us figure out what our budget is and will go a long way towards us helping make a huge impact in St. Pete. Yep, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Destroy the like button, rate this podcast on iTunes. Um, That will help get this message out to more people. Remember, the world doesn't need another church. It It needs needs a a different different church. church.